Gemara, Baba Kaman Kufir Alef, Masechet dedicated for Aslachat of Hayalet Sabad, Fuat Ahonim, Pitsuim, Zarat Shivuim, Daf the Fuashilam, Huda Ades, Acham Yaakov Elel, Meglaras Hatum, Shimon Ben Sampa, and Narifan Lahem, Fata Nefesh, Fata Guf. We are on Kufiud Amud Bet, and we are towards the bottom of the daf, and we are at um, the two dots, uh, at three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight lines from the bottom. So we said, if let's say he gives the kesef that he owes, Today, Anshem Mishmar to the Kohanim that work, and then he died, but he didn't give the Asham. So now the question is, can he get his money back? Can the Yorshim get the money back? So he didn't get Kapara. Don't you get Kapara when you give the money back? In the Asham, we're talking about we stole money from a Ger. So we said you have to give the money back, and the Ger died. So the money goes back to the Kohanim, that Mishmar, and you got to bring a Kurban Asham. So he returned the money. But he didn't get a chance to bring the Asham, and he died. So the question is, he get a refund? I'm out of So it must be that he gets some kapara by giving the money. The because if he didn't give a kapara, I would say that it should go back to the Yorshim. Because he didn't give it to the Kohanim just to give it. He gave it to the Kohanim in order to get something. So if he doesn't get kapara, so the deen would be he should be able to get the money back, at least for his yorshim. The fact that they're able to keep it shows that yesh kapara le mechsa. Ele me'ata. Hatat shemetu ba'aleha. So you have a korban hatat that the owners died before the kohanim were able to bring it. Tipuk lechonin. It should go to chonin, meaning go just revert back to being regular, unconsecrated. Da'ata da'achilu ha'aplesha. He only was mafrish to korban hatat because he thought he was going to get kapara. But now they didn't get kapara, so the Chaurat should go back to what it really was. But that's not the case. We know that the case is Chatat Shemitu Be'aleha is Tzmeta. The animal is put to death. So you must know, Amri Chatat Shemitu Be'aleha, Ketag Yemirira, Delimita Azla. That's Halakha Moshe Mishinai. You can ask on that. That bottom line, Halakha Moshe Mishinai says, No back, no back. Even though, even though there is no Kapara that was given, but that's it. Once it's done, it's done. Same story, and Hashem, that the owners died. They the back to Why? He wasn't mafrishit for that purpose. He was only mafrishit in order to get kapara, but he didn't get kapara. Hashem damel same same rule that we have from Malacham Hashem. That any case uh, that a hatat would be put to death, in a similar case by Karban Hashem, is grazed. Until it gets a blemish, and then, um, and therefore, the deen is halakha v'shem shenai as well. And a ma'ata yevama shenaflal lefnei mukachchin, a yevama that fell in front of a a guy with boils all over his body, tipuk below halitza, so she shouldn't have to even make a halitza. She should be able to marry even without a halitza. Why da da ta da hachi lo kitsha asma. Uh, that uh, she didn't uh, get married originally with the inten- intention that she should fall to a mukachin to make the yibum, which means kind of, eh, it's built into the original kedushin. 
that when she gets married, that this kiddushin also is obligating her to anybody that comes as a result of a husband. But since uh, she never had intention to fall to a makachain, so we should say that there's no zika. And if there's no zika, there's no need to make a halitza. It's almost as if it's a built-in tenayat, the, the original kiddushin. But again, that reminds us of what we learned in kiddushin on that, uh, I guess, what is it, Mem Aleph? Hatam Anan Sahadeh. We know the menach nicha la bekoldehu. That a lady is happy to marry anybody. Kedamar is lakish, 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 toras, tab le metav, tan du. Mele metav, armenu. Tab le metav, tan du. She's happier to live with two. That a lady would be rather to be married with just two bodies, even though the guy is not such a uh, handsome guy, we'll say it like that. Then to sit uh, as a almana. Uh, so that's, uh, that's that. Okay. So the kiddushin that she made with her original. No, the kiddushin with the first husband is a kiddushin. But it's not al-minat to marry anybody that comes from her who's a mukachin. So she shouldn't fall at all. It is built in. It is built in. Because really, we thought that a lady doesn't want to marry a mukachin, she'll marry anybody. If the, if, if the alternative is to remain alone, she'll take even a mukachin. So it is built into the original kiddushin. <clears throat> okay, now we get to some. Uh, some mishmar issues. So just in order to know the sugya, you need to know the order of the the mishmarot. So just for practical purposes, Yehoyariv always came first, and then Yedaya was uh, second. Okay, that's the names of the mishmarot. Now we're talking about a guy who owes the mishmarot. He owes him money, and he owes them also a kurban, asham. So the first case in the mishnah was the easy case. He gave the money to the first mishmar, Yehoyariv, and he gave the asham... To the second Mishmari Yedaya, so the Mishnah said Yatza. As a matter of fact, that's, what he, that's the right way to do it. He gave it, even though he gave it to two Mishmarot, but bottom line, he gave it an order. However, we said if he gave the Asham to Yehoyadiv, so this he did out of order. He's, not, he's supposed to give the money before you give the Asham. Anyway, he gave the Asham to Yehoyadiv, and then he gave the Kesef to uh, Yedaya. So the deen is if the Asham is Kayam, thank you. If the Asham, if the, if the Asham is Kayam, if the Asham is Kayam, so then we say Yehoyarib uh, gives it to Yedaya. Uh, that was the, that was Tanakama. That was the, the banan. Odd palm. If the Asham is Kayam, even though Yehoyarib got the Asham, Yehoyarib gives it over to Yedaya, who has the money. And basically, according to this opinion over there, here in the Mishnah, the Asham follows the money. And so, well, since the money is by Yedaya, we bring the Asham to where the money is, and they bring it. And uh, and we don't, uh, uh, and if not, uh, he's got to bring a different asham. We said we don't wait for um, for, uh, for 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 Yehoyariv, you know, to bring the asham a year later. And they got to give it over immediately. And if let's say they brought it already, it doesn't work because the asham cannot be given before the money. And that's the deal. Tanur Rabbanan, we're going to see a machlok actually on this. Tanur Rabbanan, Natana asham leYehoyariv, and Kesef leYedaya. So that's the case in the Mishnah. Yahzir Ketsef Eshel Asham. That's the reverse. The Rebbe Yehuda. So this opinion says actually the Ketsef that Yedaya has follows the Asham. 
And Achemim say no, Yazir Hashem Etzel Kesef. That's the Mahlokin. What follows what? Kesef follows Hashem, or Hashem follows the Kesef. What's the Mahlokin? Hechidame, what's the case? Ilima di Yahiv la Hashem lo yoyari b'mishmarto. Lo yoyari. The Kesef li yidaya b'mishmarto di yidaya. If you gave the uh, respective Hashem and the respective Kesef during the Mishmar, meaning you gave it on time to the Mishmar of Yoyari, even you gave it on time to the Mishmar of Yedaya, so then Zezachab B'Shilom is Zezachab B'Shilom. Now what's the problem? Which means each Mishmar should be Zocher in whatever they got at the right time. There's no, there's no, there's no logic to say that the Yedaya has got to give the Kesef back to Yoyariv because uh, Yedaya didn't do anything wrong. Yedaya, it's, it's their Mishmar. And there's no, there's no siba to, to, to be connected. them. So why did the Bihuda come along and say that the Kesef um, uh, goes to uh, Yehoyarif? Why, why, why would you we connect uh, Yedaya? He, 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 he gave it, uh, you know, during their uh, Mishmar. So Gemara says, no, I'll tell you why. Amar Good. He gave the Asham correctly at, the, at Yehoyarif at the time of his Mishmar. However, mm-hmm. and you gave the kesef to the second mishmar when it was the week still of the, the first mishmar. So therefore, since it was not Yedaya's mishmar, they shouldn't have accepted it. Were they accepting? No, they're accepting because they're, giving, they're getting money. That's why they're accepting it. But the question, they shouldn't have accepted it because it's not their mishmar. So therefore, Yedaya can see on there. So we can ask Yedaya to give the money back to Yehoyariv. And therefore, Hilkach Yassid Ketsef Esel Asham. That's the logic of the Be'udah. So I understand the Be'udah. Yedaya had no right to accept money when it was not there. Mishmar. So therefore, we say you give the money back to Yehoyariv and uh, finish. But the question is, what's Rabbanan's opinion? Why did Rabbanan say that Yehoyariv's got to give the Asham to Yedaya? Uh, to yeah, the Rabbanan said, well, they know it's not there, Mishmar. Right. No, but maybe they thought they got the Ketsef and they gave nothing here. But still, you have no right to accept anything. It's got to go to Yoyarif. It's not your time to accept money. What are you accepting money? Nothing comes to you during the during, <laughs> It's not his week. Right, we're in. It. Okay. So Yoyarif's time. Uh, my, my money comes first. That's, that, that's why they took it. <laughs> we know why they took it. We're not questioning why they took it. We're questioning this. Sabre. And what did the Rabbanan hold? Shelo kadinu avud beno Yoyarif. Yoyarif's in contempt here. Why? The kibiru asham mekame kesef. What are you batting out of order? Who told you to take the Asham before the Kesef? You know the rule is the Kesef comes before the Asham. So therefore, well, the question is, what's worse of an offense over here? So the Banan say it's a bigger offense for them to take the, the Asham out of the, before the Kesef. Therefore, the Asham goes where the Kesef is. Therefore, Hilkach, Lididu, Kansina, Nehu, Vyazur Asham, Etzel Kesef. So the, the Asham's got to move to the, to where the Kesef is. So that's really, again, the Mahlokan over here. Which is the worst offense? Uh, taking stuff that you, uh, when it's not your Mishmar's time? Or is the offense that uh, taking something that you're not supposed to take, uh, you know, in order? Tanya, <coughs> now we have a little uh, um, uh, clarification in the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Again, Rabbi Yehuda's opinion is Kesef uh, follows the Asham. Yoyarib's got to give the money to the, um, to the, uh, uh, to, to, to the, uh, to, 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 I'm sorry, Yedaya gives the money to Yoyarib. Rabbi Yudah's logic was that uh, since um, uh, Yedaya took, took, took something he shouldn't have taken, so therefore he's got to give it back. So the Gemara says, Tanya Amar Rabbi, Rabbi says, Rabbi Yudah, 
<coughs> that says what? That we cannot be yeah, because they took the money out of order, when they shouldn't have. But let's say Yoyari brought the Asham uh, before um, before the money was given. So then the deen is Yahzor Vyavi Asham Aher. So now the Gazlan has to bring another Asham because the first Asham is Pasul, because it was brought before the money was given. So even if Yehuda will agree that if Yehoyariv, who got the Asham, we say rightfully so, they can keep the Asham, the money's got to come to them. But if the Asham was brought before the money was given, so then the deen is that that Asham is Pasul, because an Asham can only be brought if the money was given, and the money wasn't given yet, so then the deen is V'yakribu. Now who brings that Qurban? Who brings the new Asham? V'yakribu b'nei Yeda'ya. That's the Hadush. That Yeda'ya brings it, that even though that the Biuda uh, said what? That B'nei Yedaya, um, he said you have to, have to give the case back to Yehoyariv, but when the, that's only when the Asham is around. But when the Asham is not around, so then already Yedaya gets the Asham, and uh, he has to wait for his time. He's he got to wait, which means Yehoyariv uh, can bring the uh, Korban. <coughs> um, then, then we should be Kones Yedaya, because, because Yedaya can bring the Korban, give, give them the Asham, and let them bring it. However, in this case over here, if you Yariv already brought the Korban Asham, even the Bihudas Modeh, that the Asham is given to B'nai Yedaya. Why? Zacha halalu bema shibiyadam. And nonetheless, B'nai Yehoyariv was zochet to the matanot kehuna of the first Asham that was Pasul. Now the question is, what type of matanot kehuna are there on the first Asham? The first Asham was Pasul. So we're saying, and you would have to keep the... Uh, the, 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 pro, the proceeds of the first Asham. What kind of proceeds are there? That's what it means, the Kesef that they were given. No, no, no. They didn't get the Kesef. Yudaya got the Kesef. Yohoyarib can keep the proceeds of the Asham that they brought, which was Pasul. So the Gebarah says, Amre lemai haze. What proceeds are there? Asham Pasulu. The Gebarah answers, Amarava leoro. They get to keep these skins. So that's what it means. They get to keep the skins. Obviously, there's no, there's no meat over there. The Asham is Nisraf. Uh, in that case over there. So the Braita basically says that B'nai Yehoyariv Azokhe in the Asham, even though they brought it, Shiloh Kadir, and even though it is a Pasu. But in that case over there, the Bihuda will be Modeh, that a new Asham has to be brought, and the new Asham is given to Yehoyadaya, even though they took the money uh, uh, out of their time, but now that the, the Asham was brought, it goes to Yehoyadaya, and they get uh, you know that hopeful Asham. Tanya, Amarabi, so more, more, she, more understanding of this. Im kayam asham, which means, let's get the case again. Who has the asham? Yehoyariv. And Yedaya has got the kesef. So the deen is, im kayam asham, if the asham is still around, yazir asham, it's a kesef. Uh-oh. Backwards. He says the asham goes to the kesef, which actually was the opinion of uh, the Rabbanah. Now we have a bright that actually puts the Bihudah, uh, like that. So the Gabbara says, what are you talking about? He said the Kesef follows the Asham, and not the Asham follows the Kesef. So we have a stira in the, in the Braito. So the Gabbara says, So the Braito, we're talking about Mishmarto, the Hoyariv. So we're talking about where Hoyariv's Mishmar finished, the Tabu. Aha. And Yehoyariv did not Toveya Yedaya for the Kesef. So it seems they got to ask for it. And they never asked for it. 
That means Yehoyariv got Ta'asham, Yedaya took the money when they shouldn't have, and Yehoyariv never asked Yedaya for the money, and what happened? His Mishmar ended. So what's the Hadush over here? In this case, the B is coming to teach me that since Yehoyariv did not Toveya the money in the, during their week, Minastam, we could say what? That they were mohel bnei yedaya, and therefore what bnei yedaya zochem bekesef, and therefore in this case over here, uh, the asham goes to the kesef, and therefore yedaya has the money, and they actually get the asham. So now we're learning hadush. It's not. It's not. It's not an automatic over here. It's. It's only if Yehoyariv claims the money, but if they don't claim the money in their in their weekends, so then the money's got to follow the. Asham, uh, the, the, the Asham follows the money, I'm sorry. That means they got to give the Asham to Yedaya. So that explains that right there. Tanya Eidach, we have another right there. Amar Abi. im kayam Asham, if the Asham is kayam, yazod kesef etzel Asham. Well, what's the Stradush on that? That is the Bihuda's opinion. Shita, hachi, itle. It's exactly what the holds. What are you coming to tell me to be? Oh, by the way, that if the Asham is Kayam, that means Yehoyarib still has the Asham, Yedaya's got to give the money to Yehoyarib. Peshita, that's what he said. What are you adding to Rabbi Yudah? That is his Shita. No, I'm not a B. The B is saying now, the Devre Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah said it himself. <laughs> what are you adding? Look at what says. Now, we're talking about the case over here. Kegon, the Nafik, Mishmartam, the Hani, or the Hani. So the Dushavir is that both Mishmarot already passed. Yoyari is passed, and Yidayavilo Tabu. And nobody asked uh, each other for whatever was deserving to them. That means Yoyari was not Toveya the Kesef during their Mishmar, and, uh, uh, um, and, and Yidayah was not Toveya the Asham during their Mishmar. So basically everybody just kept quiet. So now the tema achulega be hadadeh. I would have thought that that's it. That the mishmarot were mochel each other, and therefore each mishmar was zocher to whatever they were zocher. Kam ashmalan that we say no. The amrinan kevan de lo tabu that since yedaya was not toveya the time of his mishmarot the asham from yoyim lehederu beresha. It goes back to the original dean that what. The Bnei Yedaya give the money to Bnei Yehoyariv, and now they got to wait until the Mishmar comes around 24 weeks later in order to bring... Oh. Yeah, because it's not the Mishmar. Pass both. Pass. So, they had, so the, the Hadush is a reverse. Time limit on the Hashem, I guess. There's no time limit on the Hashem, exactly. But it's Yehoyariv's. So therefore, but it's not the time. So the Hadush is that we start again, that the Kesef goes back to the Hashem, and we got to wait for Yehoyariv's moment to pass, whenever to come back to the Beit HaMikdash, in order to bring the, uh, to bring the item. Exactly. Look at Ashi. Look at Ashi. Kegon de nafak mishmartam. See Ashi, the hani or the hani. Both Yehoyarib and Yedaya's mishmar. Pes, v'lo tabu b'nei Yehoyarib et ha-kesu b'mishmartam, v'lo b'nei Yedaya et ha-asham b'mishmartam. V'salik l'ashmi'in, and de'lo tema ta'amad al-biyudam, v'de tabu b'nei Yehoyarib, sh'yazu b'od mishmartam k'yemem. When the week uh, comes around, then they'll bring the, the uh, Asham. So it goes back to the 
original deed. Okay. Shamevi gezelo ad shelo evi ashamo yatsa. So we saw in the Mishnah that the right way is that if you bring the um, the money uh, before the kesef, before the I'm sorry, before the asham yatsa, meaning that's that's the right way. But if you do the asham first, so then it's not good. So the Gemara min hanemi there. So Amar Rava, Rava says that Amar Kira ha asham ha mushav la Hashem la kohen ha asham is the the money. <coughs> that you give back to the Kohen, milevad el kipurim asher yichaper, which is besides the uh, korban. So from the pasuk is mashma that mechlal de kesef peresha. Right? Sounds like that the money is first. If you can follow the pasuk, Hashem amushav the Hashem Kohen, that's first. And milevad besides the, uh, the the Hashem that you have to uh, give. So the Gemara says, oh, is that, that's how you learn the pasuk when it says milevad. Milevad says that's the second item. So Amar Ahu Merabana. So one of the rabbis in the Rabbah, Ela Me'ata Milevad Olat Aboker. When it talks about Shabbat or Rosh Chodesh, they have to be Korban Musaf. So it says you bring the Korban Musaf besides the Olat Aboker. Now you're going to learn Milevad Olat Aboker comes second. That's the way you learned the first pasuk. Milevad Ela Kipurim, which you're learning is the Asham, which comes second. It's not so. You don't bring the Olat after the Musaf. You bring the Olat. Before the Musaf. So if you're going to learn the Pasukim consistently, you're going to have a problem with the Musafim Korban Ola. You're going to say they bring the Musaf first. How do we know that you're not allowed to bring anything before the Tamid Shashar? That's the first Korban of the day. Tamudomar. When you set up the Mizbeha in the morning with the wood, it says, So what is the Ha'ola? What's the Ha'ola? Meaning, Ola comes first. Therefore, you cannot explain that pasuk over there to mean that milivad means that it comes a second, just like you want to explain the pasuk and the asham. So he says, you're right. We have a different rasha to teach me. How do I know the money's got to come first? Amar he comes along and he says, Me'asher yechaper bo nafka va'adayin lo chiper. Which means it's, when the pasuk talks about giving the asham, it talks about asher uh, yechaper bo. Sounds like future. And therefore the atid it doesn't say ashir kuparbo. So therefore you gave the money, and then you're going to give the asham ashir yichaper. The future that so teaches us that that comes after the money. Then we get to the last point of Botai. Remember we learned in the Mishnah that the hamishit is not me'akif. He has to do things over here. He's got to do three things actually. He's got to give the keren, and then he's got to give kesef hamushav. We said the mushav is uh, hamishit, and then you have to bring asham. But well, we learned in the Mishnah that if you don't bring the Hamishit, uh, it's not Makiv the Kapara. So the Gemara wants to know how do you know that? And then give the Homesh, or it's not Makiv Tanu, or Rabbanam. Menayin Shimevi Me'ilatos. What Tumar Gavi here, that was Nehene from Hegdesh Beshogeg. That's called Me'ila. That means he has to also give Keren, and he has to give, Keren means the principle that it was Nehene, he has to give Homesh, and he has to also bring Hashem Me'ila, Hashem Me'ilo. So the Dinis, Menayin Shimevi Me'ilatos. So let's say he brought his, um, the kid. When it says he me'ilato, means he paid back the principal. But he didn't bring the korban asham. Or the opposite, asham. He brought the asham, but he didn't bring the money back. Which means the abon is not nislah, ela, with what? El. El is the korban. And asham is the money. So el, hasham. You need the el, the ayel, and you need the hasham, the Money to pay back. Those two items are 
מעקב, מן העין שמביא אשמו עד שלא הביא מעילתו שלא יצא. נהר מנוף יבוא את האשם, first, before he actually paid the money, שלא יצא, תמוד אומר, באל האשם. באל האשם sounds like האשם בקבר, which means uh, where he brought the האשם uh, already. And therefore, again, if he brought the האשם, before he brought the money back, לא יצא, what's the פסוק? באל האשם. It's mashwat to bring the korban, the ayil for the korban, is uh, from the laws of the asham. Ha'asham bekebar, meaning you bring the ayil after you brought the asham that you gave already. Bekebar, that you brought it already. Be'el ha'asham. Yachot, kashem, she'ayil ba'asham me'akevim, kak chomesh me'akev. Oh, now you're telling me that the asham is me'akev. Asham means the kere, the principle. And you're telling me that the, the korban is me'akev. What about the... חובש, תמוד אמר, אלא שם ונסלח לו. Those are the things that are the kapara uh, uh, dependent. אל, אשם. אל is the korban, and אשם is the kerin. Doesn't say anything about the חומש. And then it says, ונסלח לו. So it says, באלה אשם, אשם, אייל ואשם מעכבים בהקדש. ואין חומש מעכב. When it says ונסלח לו, it only says ונסלח לו on the two out of the three. Therefore, it says that those two are me'akev and not chomesh. Now, that Rabotai is not talking about a case where a guy swore falsely to his friend and he has to be in Kedin and chomesh. It's talking about hekdesh. But now we're going to apply what we just learned by hekdesh to the case of hidyot, where a guy stole from another person, the classic case. And then he swore falsely that he doesn't have it. And then it was found out that he didn't. It was what there. And the deen is why he has to bring Kedin, Chomish, Asham. So what about that case? Is the Chomish going to be Ma'akev in that case? You have no source. You only know it from Me'ilah. So Yomara said, Be'ilmod, we could learn Hegdesh, Me'hidyot. We're going to learn something from Hidyot. First, we're going to learn something from Hidyot and Hidyot Me'hidyot. And we're going to learn something about Hidyot from Hegdesh. What are the two things? Hegdesh mehidyot. We're going to learn something from mehidyot. That what? Ma'asham da'atam. Af asham da'aka. Oh, keren. Which means, how do I know asham means keren? Asham to me sounds like a korban. But we said by hegdesh, asham means a keren. Because if you go to the pasuk by the hegdyot, asham over there means keren. Right? If you shim it asham over the show, which means that's the payment that's paid initially. So therefore, that's how we know the, the word of asham. That asham means keren. And I'll go the other way. Ma Hegdesh. Hegdesh en chomesh ma'akev. Hegdesh en chomesh ma'akev. And when I learn Hegdesh from Hegdesh, to say, just like I just showed you that chomesh is not ma'akev, so too it's not ma'akev by Hegdesh as well. Hadran alach, hadgozir. It's not an easy pedic whatsoever. Also, I would see that the, uh, the kid in the city, the guy doesn't have to go to Madai to give it to him. Like we see the kid is not... Uh, Unless he so this is the second gozel. Gozel Ma'akhir, they call it the gozel matra, just so you don't confuse it with the 
Gozel Kama. Right. All right, now let's start uh, with the Mishnah. Zat Hashem. Hagozel Umaachil et Banav. Okay, so what is he doing over here? The guy stole an item and he's feeding it to his sons. Veniyah Lifnehem. And uh, he left the item, or he left the item as a Yerushah for them. Peturim Mileshalem. Well, the Patur from Peng. Vimayad Abar. But if it's an item that they're responsible for, Hayavim Lishalem. Rashi. Agozelu Ma'achir. Meniyah Lifnehem. Or Sheniyah Lifnehem. Agozelah. Kayemet. Peturim Mileshalem. Why? Because that's Kayemet. Why shouldn't the kids have to? Uh, make a, a reparation uh, to pay back. So the Mishnah is talking about two cases. A gazlan natanit a gazel the banav, and they ate it, or for that matter, anybody else. And a gazlan made vinia the gazel lefnei banav, vuadi via adayim kayemet. Mishnah medamedet shekish b'shnei miklayim. These two cases, the banim of peturim and the shalem, being they don't have to pay the megis. Like because the gazlan is not there in the first case, they ate it. The first solution is they don't have to pay the money, money uh, compensation. The second solution is even though the gezerah is there, they don't have to pay actually the gezerah itself. Now, of course, if the gazlan is alive, of course he has to return it. There's no, no question about that. The is somehow that once it goes to their children, whether they consumed it or whether they inherited it, for some reason they do not have to uh, pay. Now, the, when it says over here, davar uh, usually it talks about uh, karkaot. Right? When a person... You know, lends money to his friend. Uh, he uh, wants to make sure that he gets paid back, so he puts the lien on karkaot that the lobe has, because that's you know something that's always around, and therefore the karkaot Okay, and therefore even if he sells them, he can go after the karkaot uh, wherever they are. And the hadush over here is that even if this is karka, which has ahrayut, uh, they still do not have to. Uh, no, they have to actually. They have to pay. Oh, so he says over here that it's love dafka. Uh, when it says over here that he gave it to his kids, he writes. Mm-hmm. Kids, I guess, it's a normal case. Guys, in the kids. Okay, I'm out of Hazda. So the Hazda comes along and says, "Gazala velo nitiashu habealim." You know, we said on Samich Chet Stam Stam Gezer Stam Gezer Stam Gezer Okay, 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 Stam Gezer so the nixal, uh, so the the the, 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 the now can go and get paid back in one of two ways. That's a That's a You can get paid back either from gazlan number one or gazlan number two. My tama called kamad delonet yeshua ba'adim b'rishutet demarekai. And the cloud, as long as he didn't make kiush, it's still in his possession. So therefore, when the second guy took it, he's taking it basically from the nixal because bottom line, he did not make. Yush, as she says, Birshute de Marekae, Uveze Shaachlo Nasaki Gozlo me Bealaf. So it's like he stole it actually from the Baalim. So the Gumras is up. I have a question. Tenan? Question from Mishnah. 
היה גוזל ומאכיל את בניו. והניח לפניהם, הוא הגלף את הצלש שלו לפי ירושה, פטורים מלשלם. זה פטור from paying. סרגל ברס אז, תיופתד רב חזדה. We're assuming for some reason, I guess, no use yet. So if there's no use, so what do I care? Just like the father who stole it has to return it. So now the kids that have it, so therefore they have to return it also. Because bottom line, before you, you just still consider it into the shoot of the, the Nixal. So why don't they have to return it? And then comes along and says, right, So the Mishnah is talking about over here, that it was after the Yush, therefore the kids are not considered Gazlanim, the Gabed of Be'alim, and therefore the Torah exempted them from paying. Zotomeret, okay, fine. So the Yabar Kazum says, So now the question is over here, why? If he left it to them as an inheritance, I mean, they can say, So they put up and pay, Amar Ami Bar Hama, Zotomeret, Rishut Yoresh, Kirshut Lokeyach Dameh. Okay, we learned that on Daf uh, Tet. We had some uh, some information on that, right? Our uh, brothers that are splitting the Yerushal, right? like the cream, like the Yerushal. a different item. They were saying now, the Rishut of the Yoresh is Rishut Lokeya. It's like one side. Yeah, it's one side of the, that, that, That's a fake. So therefore, which is, uh, let's say, uh, uh, an item that was uh, stolen, right? That goes from the Gazlan, if he dies, the reshut of the Yerushim. So we consider that Shinui Rishut. So we look at it as if the Gazlan sold it uh, to a certain another guy. And therefore the Mishnah is coming to say the Patur from uh, Peng, which even if it's still there. Because we, it, once we just learned the case is talking about where there was Yehush. So you have Yehush and Shinui Rishut. And we know Yehush and the Shinui Rishut is Kone. If you look at a Yerusha as a sale, like he sold it to his kids, so therefore that, 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 that under, makes the Mishnah understandable. Why is able to? Uh, why the kids are able to to keep it? As she's also made the time and he left them. Reshuta yoresh kishut okadam. If I have yalek kishut tahir, because the ukim na the matitin na chari yush. Then we just said the Mishnah is talking about after yush. Can he lehu yat mel be yush v'shinui reshut? If it was just yush alone, lo kani, lo katani petura be'abuhon. Right? Then it should have been it said it's patur ready from the father. Father's not patur. Because Yush alone is not Kone, you need Yush and Shinui, they shoot. Rabbi Ahmad, no, they shoot Yoresh, Lav can shoot Lokei Adamem. Now really we're going to say <coughs> that as long as the Gizlaz Kayemet, really the Yorshim are Hayav to return it. Ve'acha b'may askinan keshe'achalum. So to the the kids after their father died, they ate it. So now they, they cannot be Toveya. Uh, uh, they didn't steal it. And therefore, basically, if it's there, okay, it's there, you can take it. But if it's not there, you can't be Tobaya the kids, because the kids themselves are not the ones that uh, that stole it. So it comes again, what on says, um, so now we have a review just to, up to this point. Okay. If it's before Yehush, and the Gezillah is around, for sure it goes back to the original owners. Imoto Adam Achal Ota, the Dat Rav Chasda, Yachol and Nixal, the Vloa Mimen. Right, if, if the Gazlan ate it, so he goes after the Gazlan. He has to pay money. Now, the Hari Yush, if the Gezillah is around, Tzadik Lachazira, unless there was a Shinu Deshut, and then they'll be Patur. Imaya Yush Vishinu Deshut, the Gazlan Niknit Lo, 
That's the case where it went to the kids, and the mahlukit is when it goes to the kids, is it considered a shinui deshut or not? If you're just like a sale, then it is. If you don't consider it like a sale, so you just have yush alone, then they only have to return it if it's kayam. But if it's not kayam, the Rabbah says they don't have to return it. But wait, it says in the sefa, imayad davar shiyesh bo achrayud hayavim the shalem. So it sounds like what? That we're talking about um, if it's an item that's uh, kayam. Now, what do you mean? Akhrayut sounds like it's kayam. So he says, when it says akhrayut, it means just like karka is, is known. That's what it means. Just like karka is known to who it belongs to. So the Mishnah's teacher, Shima Gizlaita Hefetz, but it sounds like what? That we're talking about over here with Kayak. And the whole question is, is it recognizable that this is the guy's land, Nigzal's item or not? But it sounds like it's still there. We're, we're learning Ahrayu differently, before, not Karka. We're learning if it's Ahrayu, meaning if it's an item that everybody knows that this belongs to the Nigzal, it's Imar, it was known, then you got to return it. But what the first case is talking about, where the item is there and it's unknown. You just told me the Rav the case of where we ate it. Because right. you're learning that really there's no Shinui Nishud over it. It's just uh, Yehush. Because you're saying that it's not considered like a Mecca. The Yerusha. So why did they have to return it? Because he ate it. But from the Sefa Smashma that he didn't eat it. And she says, I'm going to tell you Sefa, Kegon Devara Nikar Leravim Vedir Ekol Sha'akeen Karka Right, it's like these items that are that are azira. If they kevod abihem, why you have to return it? Kevod, kevod item. Shabiriot omrod zu talit chikazaploni. Everybody says that's the that's the famous talit that, that, that they stole. So they kevod abihem. Michlal, what do you learn from there? The biggest takayimet askinan. But if it wasn't a noticeable item, they'd be patur. What do you call it? You call it rabbi. You just said if it's just yush. And there's no shinui they shoot, they have to return it. But what are you talking about? And, and if you want to learn the Mishnah, it's talking about where they ate it. Yeah. No, it's much of the Mishnah that they didn't eat it. Why is it so much about if it's nikar? Just because it's nikar doesn't mean it's still kayam. Maybe the people saw them eat it and they know it's nikar. No, it sounds like they were making the chiluk in a kayam item that's nikar or not. All it says is, if the item that was stolen is nikar, that's much of the Indonesia. It wasn't Ikan, but both cases are the same. We don't want to switch the cases. It's there, it's Kayam. Abbas said the only reason why he doesn't have to return it because they ate it. It's not, not, not Mashra and the Mishnah that the Gezela was consumed. Because the Sefa says, but if this type of Gezela is Nikar, that's Mashra, the Resha is, it's a type of Gezela that's not Nikar, but it's there. The Abbas says, no. That's not the way, that's not is like we learned it originally. Right. Achariyut means real estate. If there's karka, then hayavim the shalem, because the uh, the the nechasim of the father uh, are, uh, are, are, are are pledged to pay to, to pay the gizela. Okay, that's got nothing to do with the resha. The resha is talking about a case where he ate it. But wait. When they were learning this Mishnah, Rabbi taught his son, Rabbi Shimon. When it says Achrayut, Lo davar sheyesh bo Achrayut mamash, Ela afilu para vechoresh ba. 
חמור ומחמר אחריו, חייבים להזים מפני כבוד אביהם. He learned that that was like the original way now we're learning. That what? אחריות means an item that is ניכר. So if it's ניכר, so, and what's the reason why you have to return it? חאורה, it's only ייאוש. You're right, we have to return it because of כבוד. Because people are not asking, we know, we know, we know who Hamor that is, we know who's, uh, you know, Parah that is. So wait, so what you're learning like that, we have a problem in the Resha. Ela Barava, Kishachim da Revoshaya Nafik Devati. This is when I pass away, Revoshaya is going to come greet me uh, in Olam Emet. Why? The Tarits Namatnitin Kevatim. Because I'm able to explain the Mishnah according to the Braithot that he established. So you see in the big Hadush over here that if somebody answers up another rabbi and uh, defends his position and shows how he's right. So in Olam Abba, that... Uh, gets greeted. Gets greeted. There was a famous, uh, famous rabbi, um, I think that, yeah, Maginesh Shilomo. The Maginesh Shilomo wrote a sefer defending Rashi from the attacks of Tosafot. He called it Maginesh Shilomo, the, the, the defender of Shilomo. And uh, they say that when he was on his deathbed, uh, as he was dying, you know, he was in and out of consciousness, he was in between two worlds, he said, oh, everybody stand up, I see Rashi HaKadosh is, is, is coming to greet me. He, says, he spent his whole life defending Rashi, and she came aboard him, escorted him to Olam Ha'emet. So that's, uh, so that's that. So anyway, he says, uh, he's going to come greet me in Olam Ha'emet. Uh, so we have a bright of Roshaya, Gozel, Umachil, Banav. Here it is. The guy steals an item. <coughs> And he feeds his uh, sons with them, Peturim, Meneshalem. If we gave it to us, Yerusha, Gizela Kayemet, if the Gizela is Kayemet, Hayavim, and Gizela Kayemet, Peturim. Exactly like what Rabbi wanted to say. That if it's around, they have to return it. But if it's not around, they do not have to return it. Because why? They didn't steal it. And Eniyah Lem Avihem, Achadayut Nechasim, which is Karka, Hayavim, Nechasim. So this is exactly like Rabbi explained in the Mishnah. We have a bright and the same thing. Achadayut is Nechasim, but still the first part of the Mishnah is Kayemet and not Kayemet. If it's Kayemet, so yeah, Yehush alone is not Koneh. And it's not considered a Shinui, the Shuta coin to Rabbi. So he has to return it. But if it's not around, so therefore since he didn't steal it and it's only Yehush, so you don't look at the she, the metaritzna, the manikimate, the achrayut, mamash. That really, when it says achrayut in the Mishnah, it means karka. And really, the Resha is talking about en gizela. And the Hasure mersara, the mukila bidabara misuyam, or be gizela kayem. We're not learning what's talking about, which is a known item, because kibud abayem, the chemen, the gashkan hachim, the islamadikimaraita, the lochayshina, the maide. Amatni Rabbi Rabbi Shimon Bereh. We don't care how Rabbi taught it to his son. Bottom line, Rabbi Shaya learned the Mishnah like this, because Rabbi taught it to his son. When it says Achrayut, it means Dabar Hanikar. So he says, but Rabbi Shaya didn't learn like that. Rabbi Shaya clearly learned that it's talking about a karka. And what's the Hasurim Mehsara in the Mishnah? Gozel Machid Barab Di Mishalem Hiniyah Lefnem Gezela Kayemet Hayavim. Any Gezela Kayemet right there. That's Hasur and Mechsana. If it's Kayam, Hayabin. If it's not Kayam, we don't have that in our Mishnah. So we have to add that Hasur and Mechsana. Add that caveat into the Mishnah. If the Gezel is Kayam, Hayabin Nazir. The Ena Gezel Kayam means they consumed it, which is exactly Dava. And they get to the Seba, which is regular Akhalayut Nechasim. That's the Hasur and Mechsana. We're actually plugging that 
into the Mishnah. We're understanding that, that it's the father has other real estate. Not that he stole the real estate. No, no, no. no. He has other, other real estate, estate that's, that's pledged they, against you. They go after you. They go after you. That she seems to say that the Hava Amina was that he stole the real estate. So she says, Lo shegazal karka veheni chalif nehen. Right, 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 right. I'm saying when he was saying against the para, when when the Bishma was saying that don't think that it's. Uh, Let me find it. Yeah, the middle. The middle. I got it. Oh, lo dabash mash lo shegazal karka v'nihalif nehem. Why wouldn't I think the Havamina was not that you pledged the land? That's what I thought the Gemara meant. Uh, oh, but it's which is, when it says, 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 just that he has assets that they can go after. Exactly. Uh, okay. 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 Okay.